Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! His buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy, happy Wednesday to you. January 24th, 2024. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hump Day edition of Roll Call. Not not going to be the one that we were looking for today, Roush. UK doesn't look good at all. Probably their worst game of the season. And it's a blowout loss at South Carolina, 79 to 62. We're going to talk about it as the show goes on today, but we've got plenty of time for that. How was your Tuesday? How are you doing this morning, Roush? It was, uh, it's okay. Uh, no, maybe you're supposed to be using the other mic. Roush on a mic. He, he is. I, I don't really hear him on either one. I don't hear he's, him on either he's one. Double, either. He's double fist in the yeah, microphone. Um, there we oh, go. Hey. There we go. Oh, hey, okay. Hey, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, What the hell's going on to start this morning? I don't know. Blaming the rain. Mm-hmm. I don't like the rain. Um, rain is a good thing. Yeah, but not in not in January. It's just nasty. It's no fun. I'm gonna have water in my basement when I get home. And I'm just gonna... yeah, you got to get that taken care of. I know. Well, it's, it hasn't been dry enough to like take get it taken care of. Um, and it's yeah, it's not that bad, but it's just enough to be a pain in my butt. So. I don't know. Well, we'll deal with it. It's just, that's what I feel like we're at right now. We're just dealing with stuff. Um, I exercised two days in a row, TJ. Boom. Nailed it. That's good. Yeah. Look at me. Proud of you. Bastion of health over here. You keep keep getting after it. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 we're getting it. Riding around and getting it. It's ours. We spend it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did the I did the thing where, so the wife was playing volleyball last night, so I had, was in charge of bedtime. While the game was happening, so I started watching late, and I, I, I don't like that. Like I just, it's fine, but it gives me anxiety that I'm, I'm like, oh no, am I? Is it a me problem if they're not playing well? Like what, what could I do to make things better? Mm-hmm. And for the beginning of it too, I'm just watching on my phone while, you know, the little one's trying to sleep, no sound on, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, by the time I caught up, it was all bad. Yeah, I caught up like right around the time of the cylinder rule, mm. which, you know, 
we all learned something new last night. But uh, yeah, it was it was not not a pleasant experience. I thought Kentucky came out and looked prepared, but they just didn't uh, didn't execute. Didn't think they had this in them offensively, so it wasn't great. It also wasn't great to check the Louisville Duke score and Duke's up by twenty in the first half, and then they just blow it. Like what the hell, Scoots? I thought I thought Duke was supposed to be good at basketball. They can't even beat Louisville by twenty. What the hell's wrong with them? They were lucky to even get the push in that game. Louisville mm-hmm. had it down to like a two, three point game at times. I love uh, getting Courier Journal uh, app notifications and CL Browns last night was because um, he re- his columns are basically cooked by the time the game is over. Can't 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 let him marinate after the game. He's got to be done as the game ends. It said a lot of close losses, but nothing to show for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a 14-point home loss isn't a close home loss. Well, that, that, relatively speaking. Yeah, sure. Like, oh, you had a game within two points at one point in the second half. Close yeah. loss. Yeah, that's part of the issue, I suppose. Scoots, how was your Tuesday? What's up? How, uh, how are you doing this morning? It was okay. I did not enjoy my drive home last night. It was kind of that foggy rain. You couldn't really see, so not I, that was pretty stressful. But then this morning was a uh, it was a lot better. We didn't have the fog, still had the rain. So I don't know. I'm I'm just not a big rain driver guy. I don't, I don't like driving in rain all that often. So yeah, no, I've I've been better. It's, I've got I got a lot of sleep last night. That's that's a good thing, right? Not a big rain driver. No. Yeah. So are we getting the video chat going today? Oh yeah. Sorry, I was a little little flustered to start today. Automation system was down, so I had to reset that and. But I'll start it now. That has been a joy of mine during this radio show is getting to to know more about you, Roush, and Scoots because it's, it's interesting. He does not like driving in the rain. I didn't, wow. know, I didn't know that about him. I didn't either. Mm. Do you like driving in the rain, TJ? You know, weirdly enough, Scoots and I have that. I know it's a little rare. It's it's interesting this is unfolding. And, but I also don't like driving in the rain. Oh. Not, I would rather it be nice out when I'm driving. What about you? Um, You know what? I... It's not going to be a clean sweep, is it? It is. Oh my gosh! You also don't like driving in the rain. I did have. I still remember which I had a. Here's a wacky Wednesday thought, and it's 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 kind of, um, sort of one of those things where it's like, can you believe that we're closer to 1993 than 1993 was to 1970? And it's like, yeah, that's how math and time works. But I had the thought the other day that I've been driving. I've been able to drive longer in my life than I haven't been able to drive, which is kind of like, oh, that's when you spent so much time as a kid looking forward to the moment when you get to drive, and now it's just that's what I've been doing. Uh, but I still wait, wait till the moment when you can no longer drive. That's got you're not yeah. don't you're not wishing for that. Right, right. So enjoy that you still can drive. Exactly, exactly. But I still remember the first time when whenever I basically got the 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 seal of approval from uh, my dad. <laughs> We were, you know, you're permit driving and uh, was leaving uh, my sister's basketball game at Mercy and it was raining at night and it was raining hard and I did a good job. And so that was one of those like, oh, you didn't freak out. Um, so do I like it? No, but am I competent enough to know that, hey, just drive slower and don't be a dingus? Yes, because people be safe out there. Don't be a dingus like Scooter over here and change your driving habits in the rain. I've been driving real careful in the rain. Ever since, have, you know. ever since the park man missed Mr. Roush incident? Hellcat uh, Scoots. No, I was driving terrible in rain before or after that even. But <laughs> here within probably the that last. That didn't teach you? That didn't stretch you, set you straight, I should say? No. No, it didn't. Sad, sadly, it did not. But 
I, I've been driving better in the rain for probably about a month now. Well, drive safely today. Yeah. Allow yourself extra time to stop in at a Thornton's. It is nasty out there. It's pleasant inside of a Thornton's. I was driving around all day in the rain yesterday, which my car desperately needed the the wash. So that that was a positive. But not being able to just go to a Thornton's, get the things that I needed to. If I was going to be in the car all day, I wanted my 89 cents, 32 ounce soda. They had delicious lunch sandwich, little chicken biscuit. Uh, yeah, I guess that would still be the breakfast thing if it was the chicken biscuits. Scoots, did you ever get the cookie taste test in for us? I did not. No, I was waiting what, on you. What the hell's wrong with you, buddy? I just, I'm just Can not... you ever take a little initiative, Scoots? I... Yeah. We, all, all we ask of you is to get a free cookie from Thornton's when you buy a hot breakfast sandwich and use the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. That's all we're asking. I have to be in a mood to have something sweet. I just haven't been in a mood. What? I just can't eat sweets. Yeah, my... So, um, I don't have that problem. In fact, the problem's the other way. I'm trying to eat healthy, but uh, the wife's pregnant and just wants to eat bad food all the time. Wait, the wife's pregnant? Whoa! Did you just break some news? Whoa! Did I break news? Oh, I guess I did break some news. Yeah, yeah. Wow! Congrats! Hey! Yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! Just casually slid that in there. Number three. Uh, whoa, he's done it three times. Just casually <laughs> slid that in there. Yeah, so we're we're excited. Uh, it's it's so boy or girl. Uh, we find out at the end. And everybody in my life is pregnant right now. Scooch, there's got to be a woman that that you talk to or like casually brushed across or something that may be pregnant as well. Everybody's pregnant. I don't. I can't think of anybody I know that's pregnant, other than Brooke and Hannah. and Hannah. <laughs> yeah. Congrats on your sex, guys. Two of the more important people in your entire life. <laughs> I guess you haven't talked to old Rutherford lately, have you? Is his wife pregnant? Today? I don't know. Uh, we, no. You might want to ask, though. <laughs> have you talked to him lately? Something's in the air. She's not because he had a text, um, I guess it was last Monday, about, oh, congrats, Lions win. Are we expecting a third Rutherford? And he was like, yeah, no. Uh, there could be a baby boom, in but it's coming nine, in nine months. He acts like it's coming. If that's so. an October baby, we know Rutherford was <laughs> celebrating the Lions win hard. <laughs> well, congrats, Roush. Thanks. Yeah. So don't know the the sex yet. No, we we uh, we wait till the finish line uh, to find out. It's fun. Adds a little excitement. So that'll be August, right before football season. Um, but yeah, uh, she's. Like, there's some things, don't mind. It's like, oh, um, I have to change. Uh, like, I, I deal with the poop now because if she's dealing with poop, she's probably puking. So that's no fun. Um, but it's the food The food part of it's the hard part because she was like wants to eat like the big, hearty, savory things or like, a, oh, she made a dessert last week and then somebody else brought us another dessert. And it's like, oh, so... I've got all of this great food in my house and here I am. Like, let me just, let me eat my leaves here. And with a little bit of olive oil in it. I'm sure that, mmm, yum. Ew. Yeah. No. It's not ideal. She also made this lemon dessert. Something about a lemon dessert. It just pops. I don't know. You don't have it very often. And then it's cold in the winter and you're like, ooh, this tastes like summer. You know, we, we just had lemon cake like uh, two nights ago. So good. You're, you're preaching to the choir. You know, I was drinking uh, PBR and limes last night and I got to thinking, do anybody, does anybody eat limes or lemons for fun? Or do we just use it as, like, flavoring for everything? I just use it as flavoring. But uh, having a lemon for my water, it, it takes my water game up yeah. at least, like, two or three levels. 
I, uh, especially uh, at night scoots when I'm trying to not be disciplined, it's like, okay, this is something that makes my water taste a little bit better. But you are correct. Aside from a dessert, I can't think of any a dessert or drink. How? When else would you have a lemon or a lime? I mean, I've never seen in my life anybody just eating a lemon or a lime, just just for fun. You know they'll do that with kids though. Where you? Oh yeah. Duke, when he was a baby, and we'd go to the Mexican restaurant, loved him. He'd eat the hell out of him. It didn't make any sense. It was hilarious, but yeah, doesn't do it anymore though. No, not anymore. Excuse, I like that you just did the limes with the or was the lime with the PBR. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm, I'm oh, a Corona Corona is what I, they call it. I'll do I'll do that with like a Bud Light and be like, you know what? It really just feels like I'm classing up the joint a little bit. Do with PBR. It's the best. <laughs> Let's get to some morning grab and go textures on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Dane Bradshaw is getting some... He's taking some shots on the Thornton's text line this morning. He, he had a rough night. One texter says, God, I hope we don't get Dane Bradshaw on the call again. Kentucky isn't great on defense. Thank you for that astute analysis. Kentucky is leading scoring team in the nation, and they aren't scoring. Shouldn't that be the topic? Shouldn't you give some thoughts on how they execute on offense to get going? Nope, you're just going to tell us that we have a round of 32 defense. Yeah, he said that frequently last night, round of 32 defense. Another texture on oh, the morning and, grab and go. And the, the, the part that was most frustrating in all this he was saying that in the first half when Kentucky was playing some of its best defense they've played. I I, I that I noted that as well, that it was like, yeah, you're not probably wrong in the big picture, but they're playing good right now. Like, they're doing a good job defensively, yeah. and then they, they, they struggled at I times. I mean, they get 33 but man, he, points and a half is... saying that 32, round of 32 drum just all night. Well, and that's the part that makes you wonder, because what, what are you watching, Dane? They're not going to get stops by scoring. Uh, they they got to get they got to they got to come back by getting stops on defense. No, they they have 50, they have forty points in the second half. They scored twenty five points and a half. Like yeah. that that was the issue. Another texter separate says Dane Bradshaw joins the list of biased commentators. Maybe he's always been that way, and I haven't noticed. To find any optimism, I'm hoping that this is the breaking point with Edwards. I think Kyle will finally say, "Okay, I can't play you this much anymore." Maybe then we can really settle in with the rotation and chemistry. Well, we'll talk about the, the lineups and the minutes and all that stuff as the show goes on. I just wanted to touch that one since you also did not like Dane Bradshaw. Uh, these two weren't sent in when the show started, but they were sent in at 4.21 a.m. and 6.37 a.m., so we'll get them anyways. And this one was funny. Salt Lake Brian here. Like TJ radio teasing the spread yesterday, I'm here to report it may snow in Utah today. <laughs> More to come. Keep us updated, Salt Lake City. Brian and Indiana Tim says, good morning, fellas. After sleeping, I'm putting this on Cal. Guys were not ready to play. No in-game adjustments. Ran some ISO action over and over the same result. Played Edwards 23 minutes. Paris outcoached Cal in both games that they've gone against each other. I'm a Cal butt slapper, but geez. Indiana Tim, I, I agree. I, I After sleeping on it, did the post-game show yesterday. The, the players missing shots or the players missing shots, that, that stinks. It is what it is. But I'm with you. I, last night, I think, is a, a cow loss. And part of that's just being the head man, and that comes with the territory. But he made poor minute decision. Yeah. The roster yeah. management yeah. was not where it needed to be. Indiana Tim, I agree with you. You just didn't see the adjustments on really either side of the ball. South Carolina wasn't doing a ton of complicated stuff offensively. 
And then just to get embarrassed on baseline out-of-bounds plays time and time again, that's a tough look hey, for a head coach. Just have the seven-footer stand underneath the basket. Don't give up the don't give up the paint. That, right. Of, of all areas, I mean, that's basketball 101. You don't give up the that, paint. That, that, that can be easily solved. It can. And but a lot of this stuff you would think would be easily solved, but, like, why is it not yet being solved? The, like, when is the magic solve button being pushed? I got worried. Um I agree with you. I, I, I got I got worried when they the refs were letting South Carolina hack at the beginning. Like there there was it was very early on. You knew that they were going to let South Carolina push and shove, and it's they got rattled by. It. And I thought Kentucky actually got some decent looks throughout. But when DJ Wagner isn't hitting the left handed scoop shot where he's kind of got an edge on him and it's a tough shot, but I mean he makes those nine times out of ten. When th- when that wasn't falling in, I was worried. Um, and so all in all, yeah, I, I did think this team was ready. They had the energy. They looked ready to rock and roll, but there was something to once Cal started subbing, he, he knew he was going to play nine players and he, it's like, he didn't know what to do with them, when to do with them, which yeah, it's like, I understand everybody who got minutes last night. I just don't understand how they came to be the minutes that they, that they were, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, especially when it came to Justin Edwards because there was multiple times in the second half where I woke up and I'm like, why is Justin Edwards playing basketball right now? And, like, Kentucky's going, they start the half, they're down eight. It's not a good position to be in, but Kentucky's going toe-to-toe and even outplaying South Carolina. They get the lead down to two. Mm-hmm. I, I get that you have the lineup in that you have in. I get that even once South Carolina extends that back to eight that you're like, oh, you know, I, I like this group, but – it was it, they got to it because Trey Mitchell was just going one on one in the post, and then it, it became like Kentucky could not score, and South Carolina was slowly but surely extending that lead. At that point, you've got to put in your shooters, and Reed Shepard had his worst half as a Kentucky Wildcat in that first half yesterday. I get not wanting to play him a ton in the second half, but you were your team was struggling scoring. Go put in your scores. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about defense. Don't worry about. You, yeah, you know, you yeah. need you need your creators and a DJ Wagner out there, but you can play Reed Shepard along with some of those other guys. And Zanamir, he uh, he, he, had three, he, he had three fouls, but like he was not going to hurt anything. He should have gotten more minutes as well. I also thought that that was not the game for him, though. This, yeah, he only played ten minutes. And, he and, needed to get more than ten minutes but, but, with UK struggling to score and him being seven foot two. Another thing that Dane Bradshaw, <laughs> I I know you you played in the league he did. You know why Zvonimir was struggling? They don't push like that over there in Europe. SEC basketball, probably the most physical basketball in the world, right? Uh, more physical than the NBA as far as pushing and shoving. It's physical. They, they give them space. They they Everywhere plays with space um, except for uh, if you get elbowed in the face. Then you're, you're, you, you get space. That's the rare time you get space in the SEC. But – uh, BJ Mack, he was pushing around that. Uh, Taylon Cooper, he was pushing. There's a, they, they were being physical with Kentucky. They got in their heads. Uh, they got in Big Z's head. Um, it it sucked. It sucked. But a lot of that game, it really did come down to me to that. This the breaking point. It was clear, and it was the the rule reversal. Where here's the thing, TJ, I. I remember being taught as a kid, if somebody's in your face, you have a right to your space. And if you so happen to use your elbow to hit them in the face while you're pivoting, while you're using your pivot foot, you have the right to that space. Go ahead and use it. 
That has not been the case for the last five years in basketball. If there's any elbow anywhere, you're thrown in the gulag and deported to Siberia for illegal contact. Flagrant foul, technical, see you later, alligator. That's illegal. Get it out of here. Have you ever in a hundred years heard them describe the cylinder as anything but the hoop? Uh, no. I, I could not believe it. My brother was in the stands. He's like, how, how do we get elbowed in the face and it's a foul on us? And then... The worst part of it is I get if maybe they said that he was reaching at the time, Trey backed off. And then he gets elbowed in the face, his hands are back, and it's somehow his fault. I, I didn't understand. That was a four-point game at the time. They cut it to two 30 seconds prior. Kentucky's going to get the ball back. Instead, it's uh, a double-digit game within 90 seconds. And that's it. That was it. That was that was the turning point. I, I still don't understand it. I can't believe that that's a thing because it hasn't been called in any other day and age of this college basketball. Yeah, I, I like having space for the for an offensive player to have room where it's just you, you I like the cylinder rule. Like it, it makes sense to me. I didn't know it was a thing. Of course that happens against Kentucky. Right. I, I like it too, but it's just like when did this when did this happen? How I knew that before the season they said we're not going to fall for charges as much. And you know what? It's great. I, I I don't know how much you all have noticed it, but I feel like I've noticed it. Maybe one charge a game instead of seven. It, it's been wonderful. I don't know if they made this a point of emphasis too, because I just, I, I did not know that. So that happened when Kentucky was down four. Yeah. Yeah. It was 52 48. And then they hit a, a three right after that, following that, that possession. Mm hmm. And then uh, Kentucky didn't score, and South Carolina goes on a little run. I think they scored 17 of the next 21 points in the game. So it was, I think, big picture, though, TJ, the shocking part. We know. Oh, you know that, that, so that was in the same stretch that I talked about on the postgame show last night. That And we're doing a postgame show on Twitter after all the games, so make sure you're following along at TJ Walker Radio. Scoots hopped on. It was a good time yesterday. But Dylan Ballard asked, like, when did you, when did you think that, the writing was on the wall, and I talked about when you go may or when Dillingham made that awesome pass to Uganda, and one of the commentators freaked out and was like, "He's a ceiling fan," and it was a turnover, and Uganda just dropped the ball. And, yep. and I was like, "That's when it happened," because Kentucky was down four. You score there, maybe it's a two point game. Instead, USC comes down, hits a three, makes it a seven point game. Kentucky was able to get it to five just by having Trey Mitchell kind of carry you back, and then USC came down the right. After that, and hit a three. It was like back, just things weren't going Kentucky's way. They were barely hanging on. USC had two threes, bang, bang. But you're right to bring up before that the Rob Dillingham turnover even happened. That was 20 seconds after the Trey Mitchell foul, no foul. So that's even more salt into the wound where you're talking about getting the ball on the foul and you end up not getting it, whatever. You get the ball, you seem like you're getting the ball in transition on a fast break. Dillingham makes a great move. Ball just bounces off Uganda's hands, and then next two possessions for South Carolina, they make you pay with threes. That is unfortunate. That that was it. That and that was with any that sequence started with uh, fourteen eighteen left in the game, and by the time South Carolina hit their second three to go up by eight, there was under thirteen minutes left in the game. They were up by 10 at the under 12 timeout, and you kind of felt like in that little two, three-minute stretch, the game was lost right there. 
But it's uh, it's not. It was a bad loss. I'm not trying to excuse it away. I'm I'm pretty bummed about it. We'll get back to the Thornton text line here. We'll get another shot at USC in March, and we'll rock their poop. I'd love to see them in the SEC tournament. They really enjoy beating Kentucky, understandably so. They had a big party about it. You would hope that this team would be a little ticked off about it, but uh, we'll see. I, I didn't think this team had some quitability in them, and they do. A texter says, Unfortunate the team has made me switch my view on their national championship chances as long as the defense is the way that it is. Offense misses a, a night, and you're out. Defense, however, travels. Last night was a great example of this. Also, Big Z came back down to earth. Would really like to see him stop putting his palms up, looking like what happened every time he misses a shot or gets a foul. Am I the only one who notices this? I, I'm I'm much more – that was Big Z's second game. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and, again, his three should have gone in. It looked like it, it was going in. Mm-hmm. And then the dunk stuff, It's he's, he's missing some of them. But I do think Kentucky needs to start – we don't need to make drastic changes to the offense, Roush, but – do need to remember that dude is legit seven foot two. He's gonna be in some instances maybe five inches taller than the opposing team's big that's guarding him. Just let him dunk. Like get him down there and let him dunk. And then if he's not down there, that's fine. I I think he is a great outside shooter. I'm all right with him shooting those outside shots. I, I think he is Kentucky's most talented and best five. I understand it's his second game. It wouldn't be realistic to think that he was gonna play 35 minutes last night, but I still think he should have played more than 10. And I, you're. It was a physical game, but let him learn in the physicality. And two, again, he can. He's a better outside shooter than than Uganda by far, and better than Bradshaw in my opinion, and probably a better, just as good as a shot blocker as those guys are. I get it. He's got to get his feet a little wetter. He's got to get used to it. He's got to get in shape as well. But I just didn't think ten minutes was enough last night. I thought 23 minutes for Justin Edwards was too much last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. Reed Shepard was having a bad game, but I don't think 14. When the offense was struck, when you when you scored 62 points, when you scored 25 points and a half, I just, I don't, and I, and I get it. That was the half that Reed played more than he did in the second half. But I, I, I still think you need your scores in there when it's desperation time. And I I think Cal waited a little too long to, to do that. And then Reed comes in and, and hits UK's last shot of the game, which was that three. Everybody was probably similar to me, thinking like, oh, we could have used a little bit more of that. I- Kentucky was 2 of 13 at the rim in the first half. That's horrible. Yeah. That's, that's so bad. And then the that was another big swing is you have Kentucky maybe making it a three-point game on a great play call, credit to Cal, Reed just misses a, a layup. I mean, this team's ability to miss layups, Roush, is on par with your favorite third-grade basketball team, I would imagine. They miss layups alarming rates and it doesn't well, always have to be they're, contested they're getting pushed around a little bit it gets in their head they, that, that's, that, that's what it is that's, that's why ha- every team's going to do what south carolina did last night they're just gonna be so physical with and, UK and here's the thing that the reason why that was surprising is because this was the third team that's done that and they've handled all of the other ones well i mean texas a&m that goes down to the wire in overtime i just i didn't think that this team had it in them and that's why you're going to have so many reactions Today. They were averaging 90 points a game. They only scored 62. Yeah, they, it was bad. They had 54 in the first half against Georgia. It took them until the five-minute mark to surpass that threshold. It, or, it, excuse me, three-minute mark. I mean... I, I know South Carolina's got a good defense. They hang their hat on it. I knew We knew it was going to be a tough environment. Blah, 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 blah. But if you all were told yesterday, if we're doing this show yesterday, and we said, what's more likely? UK scores 62 points in the game or 62 points and a half? 
I feel like people would say 62 points and a half just because yep. they couldn't envision this team an entire game going from a 91-point average down to 62. And here's the thing, too. As I, I think a lot of their struggles, if they – Kentucky was doing what they normally did early on, which is play fast, and they got a lot of those quick kind of looks where you're shooting jump shots, and a, they, a lot of them just didn't fall. And if you get a couple more of those to fall – then you're feeling better uh, about yourself. You're playing a little bit more confident. You can, you're more likely to finish through con, uh, contact because you're feeling good about yourself, right? Uh, but the threes weren't falling. They made a season low four. Um, just, yeah, and only shooting 13 threes. That is on Cal. Like, put yeah. an emphasis on outside hey, shooting. I know you're not wide open, but shoot it anyway. It's a better shot than whatever else you're going to do. And again, and I said this on the postgame show last night, this team does have an ability to – the ball gets stickier when, like, they get a little tighter. Yeah. You know, when yeah. this team is looking like it's most fun, that ball is whipping around. It's just one pass after another. Only seven assists last and, night. And then a, a 25 pe- field goals. Only two – I think they only had two assists at, at halftime, which is – like terrible. I mean that is, that is horrible. Seven assists for the game is awful as well. That has got South Carolina had twenty to You're your correct. seven two, two and a half. I mean that that's awful. Like that is terrible, terrible basketball, and just so different than the way this team normally plays. And I agree with you. I, I think they thought like, hey, if the shot's not open all year, we've played a way where just pass till you get the open shot. Well, one of the issues was they weren't really passing the ball, so they weren't creating open players by just ball movement and getting South Carolina a little off kilt like off right off tilted but off tilt excuse me uh it was just one-on-one stuff for the most part which I get it you want a dilly to kind of get going Wagner you feel like we feel he can get to the rim and get two points every so often but it just wasn't working nothing was working offensively it was a bad night all around and Kentucky gets a, a big fat L out of it that's doesn't shouldn't Maybe change your big picture thoughts. Going back to this morning grab and go texter that that said that they're going to change their their season outlook because defense travels off. You know, it only takes one night. I said this. I said this after the game, and I think it's true. This should just emphasize that probably defense doesn't matter as much as we think it does. Because Opposite. if the offense has a bad game, it doesn't matter. They're cooked. Like it just doesn't matter. This team's never going to be elite enough defensively to win a game in the fifties or something. They, they dropped to like ninety third defensively. It, it's just not. It's just not going to happen from it. Like, and that I, that's what I'm trying to get at is I don't think the defensive numbers really matter. I think we're too late in the game for that to really matter. That doesn't mean that they can't get better defensively and all those stupid debates that we were having for the last month. They can get better defensively. They will get better defensively. There's even a lot of good things that they did defensively last night, despite it being a blowout and despite their numbers dropping and whatnot. But Roush, the the thing is, they are they they are not what they are defensively. But their ceiling is not Calipari best defensive team of all time high. At best, they'll be a solid defensive team. If they have a night offensively like they did last night, it's just a non-starter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you do. You can't be that bad offensively and beat anybody with what you are defensively. Just so because pe- pe- people on, can on, get mad about defense or that defense or that. It just doesn't matter if you have an off shooting night yeah, like they did. And here's the thing too with their defense is I mentioned it before. I thought they played pretty well in the first half. If you just take away the stupid easy layups on out of balance plays, I mean, eight points right there. 70, and you get it, South Carolina in a 71, you should win that game every time with this offense. 
I that that's just the part that is baffling. Sitting here the day after is they scored eighty five plus points, and I think every game but one up until this point, and then they couldn't even get to seventy like that. I just had no idea that this team had it in them. Barely got to sixty. It's I mean it's yeah I mean it's one thing to lose to on the road. We we know that I mean those happen. It happens, it's happened and, to most and teams you know what? this season. They're, Kentucky can still go on and win the SEC. I mean, it's going to be much more difficult now, but they they it's not the end of the world, right? The the problem I worry about though is just teams are just going to be throwing bodies at him just to try to rough him up in the first half now. And if refs let him do that, then you could see this happen again. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's the blueprint. But to do it though, you still have to hit your shots as well. And South Carolina did. They only let's see how many second chance points did they have. They only had nine second chance points, which it, it, it validates my my. They were going to be one and done. They were going to chew up the shot clock. They were going to limit Kentucky's possessions by making their offensive possessions longer. And to do that, you've got to make your shots, and they did both from inside and outside. Uh, they hit eleven threes, shot forty six percent from deep. That's a great number, especially for a team like South Carolina. They they. They were and without BJ Mack and Michi Johnson, Michi just needed one more point from you. Oh, so disappointing too. On top of UK just looking like a complete stinker, I don't win my bet either. But it, it, UK even forced other guys to kind of beat them. And credit to South Carolina. I mentioned the Cooper kid yesterday. He's good. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that good, but 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 he's solid. Uh, the the right fella having the game he had that was hitting four threes. Give me a break. <laughs> it is what it is, but it's offense with this team. And along those same lines, holding hands with the offense is tempo. This is only the second game that UK hasn't been able to control the tempo. Even the UNC Wilmington game really wasn't to this extent, although they controlled the tempo. Every other game, we've credit Calipari for being able to do it. They could not do it last night, and we saw what the, the result was. I know that text was probably listening, and they're saying, well, you're making my point for me. My point was, if the offense has a bad game in the tournament, you're cooked. My point is, if you are gonna, if you think that we can just twist it around and turn it around where this team can rely on their defense, that ain't happening. We're too late in the game for that. And secondly, it was an off-shooting night. I think the, the, the point is, you have to play fast. If you don't play fast, you're going to have a tough time winning these one one-shot possession games. All right. Take down, and even Kentucky, and this is a credit to South Carolina. How many? How late in the shot clock were they getting frequently? That's not a thing yeah. that has happened all that much. I think they mentioned that they had only had three shot clock violations all year. I don't know if they had any yesterday, but they had a bunch that came down to the wire where they were having to shoot it where the buzzer was going off on the shot clock. It, it was just they were just out of whack. And let's hope that Roush, we can just chalk it up to an off night. Scoot said maybe we just do the men in black thing. And we forget about this game, and come Saturday, you just you, you put this one in the past. To be able to do that, though, you have to you have to go back to normal. You have to you have to make it just an outlier. And let's hope the last night was just an outlier. And in a month, we're like, remember that South Carolina game? That was well, weird. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. And, and a lot of what it comes down to for me: can you develop a callus, or is this just going to be a scab that bleeds? Right. Like you, Physicality, you got to know that this is what you're going to expect moving forward. You can't let it rattle you in the way that it did, where they completely took over the game. And now, South Carolina has won four out of seven against Kentucky, and Lamont Paris is 2-0 and as a head coach against the Cats. 
He brings the energy. His guys were more ready to play last year at Rupp, and they were and more ready to play yesterday. South Carolina people tweeting at me. And let's stop wearing the stupid home white jerseys on the road. That's how they're getting us, and they know it. All right, we got to take Bastards. our first break. We're long overdue, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to have to shortly take our daily double break after that. But, hey, we're rocking and rolling on a Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back after oh, this. Roll Call. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Oh, no! We suck again! Searching for you In the cold Kentucky rain In the cold Kentucky rain Yeah, we, we deserve this weather. The cat's not good at basketball and... The higher power is letting us know about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can really just kind of just have to be have to sulk in it. Enjoy the rain. Enjoy the cats losing to a pretty mediocre South Carolina team. And I think the big concern for a lot of people is: are we are we not as good as we thought we were? Is this team have some some bigger issues than we wanted to believe or even thought were possible? And I, I, I'm not changing any big picture stuff off this. I will say just the concern is, Roush, like we know now this can happen, unfortunately. Yep. A team can control the tempo against Kentucky, and if the shots aren't falling, it can be a really, really ugly night. And this team, they put their head down for a little bit. Not the entire – they didn't finish the game on like a 15-minute where they just quit totally, but there is that little four-minute stretch where South Carolina extended that lead to 20 or near 20 points, and – UK just kind of was going through the motions. Now, they snapped out of that and showed a little bit of heart and fight the final five minutes or so, but not enough for it to matter. We didn't think this team should should be or could be in a position like they were last night. So that's going to probably be a talking point the rest of this week. Is it, it Are you changing your, your expectations? Do you think less of this team? And again, if you could just go out there and pound Arkansas, we this could be water under the bridge. We can forget yeah. about this. I think we can forgive about it, but if we start seeing this more as a well, trend, and that second half against Georgia wasn't all that in a bag of chips either. I, the part that I know is frustrating about all of this is it's not just Devin Downey went off. Yes, Taylon Cooper played well, but you don't, you're not leaving that game being like, well, we just couldn't stop the one guy. That, that happens sometimes. That's the part that's befuddling for the Big Blue Nation. It's going to be hard to it's going to be a tough pill to swallow, um, but it's a quad one loss. South Carolina is going to be a bubble team come NCAA tournament time. This was big for them, um, for that resume of theirs. So I, I'm i not going to smash the panic button. In fact, you know what? I'm going to thank Kentucky because it was the hay was in the barn early enough where I didn't get too worked up, TJ. I was worked up at that A&M game. This one, I couldn't even get all that work. I that I, I I clipped in for the cats, and I was kind of with you. Where it's like, at least we just know this was a stinker of a night. At least it wasn't a stinker of the night, and we thought we had a chance just to steal one and get away with it. They they paid for their stinker, and it was they paid with a blowout loss. So they're they're weirdly I I kind of agree with. Like I don't want UK to get blown out ever, and I don't want it no, to be a trend. No. But the fact that. 
I wasn't on like pins and needles worrying. Like they, they were just off. They were bad. And I'd come to peace with that earlier with it being and, a blowout. And, so. and now how Arkansas, that there's a lot riding on that game. You know, if you initially thought, well, it's Arkansas, they might have a little bit of wiggle room. They, the Razorbacks know there's a lot on the line. They play tonight. And I want to say it's against Ole Miss. Uh, I forget if that's on, on the road or at home or not, but I'm pretty certain it's against Ole Miss. They, Kentucky needs to, Arkansas is going to be at threat level midnight. Yes, they're on the road. They have to get this win. They're going to be at their best. So Kentucky, how do you respond? So are you going to show a little character? Are you going to show a little heart? The final four team, the national title contenders that I know, they go out there and they, they respond by punching back. They hit Arkansas with some haymakers uh, and they, they win that game in Fayetteville. That, that's what needs to happen on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, and watch out. If Arkansas can go on the road to Oxford, which isn't going to be a tough environment for them, uh, Ole Miss may just be a better team. Arkansas is a mess right now. But if Arkansas wins that game, they're going to be thinking, hey, we got a little bit of life. If we beat Kentucky, we're three and four in the SEC. Not a spot we want to be in, but a spot, a hole you can get out of. Versus if they – tonight's game is a big one for Arkansas. If they lose tonight and they go to one and five – May, may make things a little bit easier for UK on Saturday. If they win tonight, they're going to be playing with a little momentum, thinking, hey, if we're going to save our season, if there's a chance we can, it'll start with a win against Kentucky on Saturday. But this UK team, and I'm not, there's probably some U of L fans that listen, and I'm not saying this to be like Mr. Big Blue or anything like that. But Kentucky is going, you saw the scene at, at South Carolina. Roush, your brother was there for it. Mm -hmm. Kentucky's going to get everybody's best shot. They're going to get everybody's NCAA tournament atmosphere and environment. Their SEC schedule is more difficult than any other team's SEC schedule, regardless of which teams they play twice versus which teams they don't play twice. Because they're getting different atmospheres yep. than other teams are getting. Even Tennessee, even Auburn, even Alabama, the other teams at the top of the conference. That's, But it is what it is, Roush. You know that when you sign up for it. That's yep. Kentucky basketball. That's the way that it should be. These players just haven't handled it as well as I would have hoped. They've played every game on the road close except for last night, and that's not for good reason. Like, we'd hope that they'd play that a game that wasn't close on the road would be because they did the blowing out, not because they got blown out. But the Florida one, that one could have been a loss easily. The A&M one, that could have been a win easily. Teams on the road, they, they have those hippos in them, and they'll take a team's best punch and they'll have an answer. Last night was the first time we saw they just did not have an answer for the teams for another team's best punch. More like kitty cats instead of hippos. And inst and they're still not at 100%. A dude the arrow definitely would have helped last night. He would have helped at A&M. Anytime UK doesn't have them, I can't say it enough, they're missing them. He seems like he's getting a little bit closer, but this team still Man. hasn't lost at full strength. I do think that amounts for something, but they, they still should not have lost to South Carolina. And definitely not in the fashion, even without a Duthi arrow, the way it went down last night. Did you um, did you see the the quotes John Calipari had about that? I heard them on the pregame. That was that was weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, Basically, he just said that a dude's dunking, doing all these things in practice, and he doesn't know why he's not playing. His direct quote: "He won't play tonight." But I'm watching him. And I've got to say, well, why aren't you playing? Like he's dunking balls and doing stuff. Well, I'm a little bit hurt. Some of these guys. Start playing really well, you better get back here and fight. So he essentially said you can't make the club in the tub. 
there's some sort of rumor going around that he there's a a doctor back home who's not clearing him to play, but UK is. I don't know. That that's that's the. I I don't know if there's anything to it, but Calipari is clearly he went from not saying anything about it at all to um, trying to light a fire in his rear end. We need you. Yeah, and I, I should have probably brought that up on last night, but we saved it for the radio show today. That was Cal. I mean, Cal, he turned. That, yeah, he turned. Yeah, like he and, went and, from and, I'm, I'm on your side yes. to like, all right, we need you. Like, just play through it. Yeah, and it was nice of Cal to finally like show his cards on this. But we probably the general soreness thing I think was Kentucky's way of playing nice, playing nice, but also like giving a nudge, nudge, wink, wink to all of us, and we. We picked up on it, but we didn't quite pick up on it. The general soreness was UK's way of being like, eh, we don't know. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, it, he's sore, and that's what we're going with. We should have been smarter, Roush. Mm-hmm. UK tried to tell us. We should have been smarter there. But that was Cal's frustration last night, because he knows how much how important he is to this team. Well, that's unfortunate. Aduthiero didn't really strike me as the type. His quote-unquote people didn't really strike me as the type. He seemed like a dude that like would embrace. It wasn't a dude the arrow. Wasn't he brought in as like a favor, as like Basically. a friend of a friend that Cal His knew? His dad but played for Cal, and he's got he some was potential. going through this growth spurt, right? Like, yeah, that's we kind think of this guy can be good. Yeah, but that was Cal's way of being like a you know, well, not Wally Pipia, but kind of Wally Pipia. Well, well, you could get you could get replaced. The issue is. Yeah. He, he does something that other people just don't do. He's, he, he's got he something muscles. that his bat is. He's physical. He's a physical player. Yeah. Well, that's just, yeah, those quotes were disappointing. and uh, But hopefully he gets back playing. It does seem like he's closer. We need to go to our hour one break. John, I've got you on the grab-and-go text. We've got another number that we'll try to get to, and then we'll get to just the Thornton's text line as it came in. People are going to be frustrated about that game last night. We are as well, understandably so. John joined the post-game show last night from a bowling alley. He dropped a cuss word. We had a good electric. laugh about it during the break. Yeah, we'll talk maybe a little bit about that. But Cats lose to South Carolina. We're all frustrated by it. We'll continue to talk about it. And we'll have some laughs in hour number two. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Big X Sports Radio. The Cats Roll lose. Cup. It's going to rain all day. Salsaritas will cheer you up, though. They won't let you down. Never. Wildly addictive chips, burritos. Quesadillas, nachos, you name it, they'll have it at Salsaritas, one of their two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Middletown, it has a drive-through, so if you don't want to, if you'll, if you're like Roush and you'll melt if you get wet, <laughs> it's always a classic. Yeah, you just go to the drive-through. I, I, I have now that we're our offices are in Middletown, we've been using that drive-through more frequently. It's a great setup, really, really works smoothly. And then they've got the the St. Matthews location that covered patio 
I don't know if it's warm enough to enjoy the rain outside, but who doesn't enjoy a nice lunch with the rain in the background? Not while you're getting wet. That's it's going to be almost 60 today. I, I know. Maybe it will be warm enough yeah. for an outdoor lunch. You're right. We're we're getting close to it. And I, what do you are, are we still team warm weather even if it rains? Sure. Yeah. We'll take this as long as it's nice and warm outside? Yeah, as long as we're not below zero. I'm good. Like Salsarita's queso, warm, delicious? Oh, yeah. Dump it on yourself. There was a moment during my third inspection yesterday where I was like, you know, maybe I do prefer the cold. Uh, but I have to, like, draw and write stuff. And so when it, you're getting wet, it makes, makes it hard to write. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I can imagine. But at least it wasn't cold or that cold. It wasn't warm either. How but was uh, Hanover? Beautiful. This Madison, time Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're building a bunch of houses up there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Need, need some appraising. They're doing, uh, their Hanover is growing. I guess the college is doing well. Got an uncle. He's probably going to buy them all. Oh. I have an uncle that lives up that way. He's got like 22 rental properties. Oh, so he's wow. a slumlord. Yeah. Real Basically. estate mogul. Yeah. Maybe you let Scoots in on the business. I used to have to, when I was a kid, I'd have to go up there like during the summer times, help him, help him renovate the houses. Like after he bought them. That's nice. It was always fun. I was in Pendleton, Kentucky as well yesterday. Also was raining there. Rain. A lot of places. Probably raining where you are today. By the way, we're going to have to worry about some flooding tomorrow into Friday. My dad, he's got a place on the river. I always worry about the flooding. I mean, with all the snow melting and then now getting like three inches of rain in three days. This is the wet season. It's going to get pretty gnarly. We're in the thick of the wet season. We're keeping an eye on it. We, we just need the rain to stop. Please. <laughs> just stop. Text on into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. I want to get to this John text, and we'll get to a few other ones. Yeah, John, on the post game, the Dash Clips post game show yesterday, he, he he called in, or I guess tweeted in, joined in from the bowling alley. He was like, hey, I'm from the bowling I'm at the bowling alley. He was like, it sounds like it. We, we believe you. It was very loud. Roush, you said earlier, bowling alley may be one of the loudest places a person can be. I think that's probably pretty accurate. And then he, he also cursed. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. So if you join the postgame show, just know you may you may hear a potty word or two. John says, good morning to all. First off, sorry to TJ about what I accidentally said on the Dash Clips postgame <laughs> show. I truly messed up, but my team did win the series last night. And wow. Bowling. I believe our cats will be just fine. We should not see too many repeats of this going forward. They say you have to know when to hold them, but they know when to fold them. When the voting is done, should Nikki Haley suspend her campaign? We'll got to go talk to you later. She's going to do South Carolina, John. And if she doesn't win South Carolina, if you don't win your home state, then I think you'd have to be able to see the writing on the wall at that point, unless you just wanted to keep burning money. But she'll she'll do South Carolina. And it, I mean, it doesn't really matter what happens in South Carolina or not South Carolina. She's not going to beat Trump in the Republican primary. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, it, it it could already be over. A lot of people wanted Nikki Haley to drop out before last night, but Roush not really the not really the primary season that we've been used to being over this early in the process. That looks like that's what's going to happen. Mm, so democracy in action. Going to have good old Trump v Biden 2.0. The worst part though is it's not even going to be fun because they're not going to get up on stage and debate or anything. No. How is yeah. Biden able to run again? 
because he. I, Are I you serious? That's what I mean. He's got four more years. I don't and like. Know. How is that? A th- how has nobody stood up and been like, "Hey, maybe this guy shouldn't be able to run for president." A lot hey, of people have done uh, that. We we've said that about like I don't know seventy percent of the people that run our country. Wouldn't he be eighty eight when he's done with his second term? I if just he wonder, gets it, what's it going to look like in twenty twenty eight? How many old people? Like, like they, they, they it's, it'll be a nursing home. Washington D.C. will just be a giant nursing home. What if? Oh, here, here's what we do. What if Trump wins this November, but then Biden wants his second term in 2028? Jeez, we do, we, we do three and four, and then four, you get four straight elections of them. We could have to find somebody really old in the Republican Party at that point. Oh, here's a question: If Trump won, could he run again? I would just like to think no. Okay, I would just so like it's to, two terms. It doesn't matter if they're consecutive. And I know a lot of people are like, "Well, Trump's a dictator." Who I think he's even said like, "No, I'd do those four years, and that would be, that would be what it is." But I just like to think that like everybody, it it will never get older than this. I'll prove it. I want to see it get older in twenty twenty eight. I want somebody that's like eighty six to be running. Let's just see. Let's just make a, a huge mockery of the entire thing because that's what it already feels like to a certain degree. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Plumley Bro Two says, "If you are Cal, do you simply just bench Edwards and insert Reed into the starting lineup?" Yeah, again, he's a little superstitious with starting lineups, but you would think maybe ye- yesterday would be a good reset point for superstitions, right? You what? just got smacked on the road uh, at South Carolina. Maybe it is time to to tinker with the starting lineup. I, I don't care so much about the starting lineup as long as the right people are playing the right amount of minutes. But last night was not an instance of that. The wrong people were playing the wrong minutes last night, so we should be a little bothered by it. We should be maybe concerned that it could be a trend moving forward. Uh, yeah, here, so this is just going to be – we're going to have lineup talk for the next week. First and foremost, John Calipari reserves the right to not know – who to play when at uh, three days after he gets Vladimir Ivicic. I mean, it, that there's it's going to take a minute to figure out how to fit all these pieces into the puzzle. And the dude's going to be back. Exactly. Like, we th- think. There's going to be some growing pains of that. Chapter just, two. We're it, still in chapter two. It, sh- it, should, it should be a problem. Now, the one there's one exception. You need to come back. Justin Edwards doesn't need to be in the game. If Justin Edwards was the Justin Edwards we thought he was, if he was a six eight guy who could finish strong at the rim and push guys around, he's built for that game. But no, he's not. He can't handle the contact at all. I there was three times where I looked up last night and was just like, why is he in the basketball game? Well, I just don't understand the loyalty from Cal to him put continue to put him in the starting lineup. I mean, it, it almost feels like he didn't even play four minutes last night to start the game until he got pulled out. It almost kind of feels like, and I hate to compare John Calipari with Kenny Payne, but it almost does feel like what Kenny Payne's doing with Jovanovic and, and Hersey Miller starting them. Stop. And he pulls them out three minutes into the game. Like, why are you even starting this? We're, not, we're not comparing yeah. UofL bums and also, you, to this UK you team. You act like there aren't subs that happened before the first media timeout. That Yeah, that happened. I mean, it's it's almost like every game with I know. him. He gets the start and then pulled before Scoots, the first. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to lose his soul. He doesn't want to give up on him. Yeah, and, and isn't that maybe a a thing to try to turn this thing around? So, maybe he has to lose his soul to get it back. Uh, well, 2017, he started winning Gabriel the entire year, and Gabriel averaged 10 minutes a game, tops. It's just wild. They're, they're just going to keep him. That's in. the. When does he give up the ghost on Justin Edwards? And most people are already uh, along the lines of it's it's long overdue. 
I, I the 23 minutes is, is too much in a blowout loss. However, late in the game, I was thinking to myself, like, all right, you know what? UK's not winning this game, but maybe if Justin Edwards can get going and he can score four or six points in a row, maybe that will be enough to just get him back mentally because you're losing him, obviously. But, Scoots, to your point, I, I ultimately agree with you that now at this point, like trying to get it out of him by, hey, we're giving you plenty of minutes, and if you have an open shot, take it. And if he has an open shot, he should take it. It's not working, so try something else now. And mm-hmm. the something else should be, hey, you know what? You're going to get very limited minutes now. And if you go out there and you're doing well in your limited minutes, we can extend those. But it's not going to be – we're not letting you play through the bumps and bruises anymore. Maybe some other players will do it because we've seen some payoff from those guys before. We haven't just seen the payoff for you. So I agree. I think it's time to give up the old ghost right now. I'm not saying Justin – I, look at me, I'm not saying Justin Edwards is a bad kid. I think he's a good kid. I just don't think he should be getting as many minutes on my favorite basketball team anymore. Well, my thing is, is there's only five guys that get to start. And so when you're in the starting lineup, for, especially for a program like Kentucky, it almost feels like you're being rewarded. But what we've seen with Justin Edwards so far, is there anything there for him to be rewarded about? Yeah, Scoots, this is just like I, – I. You're right. You might be right, but I. Hell will freeze over when John Calipari takes him out of the starting lineup. That that's just, just not. Wild he has his five. He's not changing it. It's a superstition to an extent. Um, and as TJ kind of sarcastically said, he doesn't want to completely lose Justin Edwards. And here's the other part of it too. He takes him out of the starting lineup. Like what if I'm not saying this could happen. This is go- inevitable. But w- you want you want him to be a problem for the team. This is it isn't an issue Edwards starting and playing the first three minutes. The issue is you're down and you've got him. He doesn't need to be playing twenty three. He played thirteen against Georgia. That was five. And even then, maybe it might be like oh, it's a little too much. But um, he turned on a the arrow. Is this enough to turn on Justin Edwards? I would hope so. And I, I we we like Cal. He is not without fault or blame. And think we try to be pretty fair. I'm sure every podcast and radio show and media outlet is going to say, you're not going to have one that's going to be like, we are unfair to this guy, and we're not afraid to admit it. So, of course, everybody's going to say this. But it was a it was a bad game for him. And Roush, I, like, you got to quit with the sideline antics in certain situations. He was trying to get teed up, Cal. He was trying to get teed up last night, I think, at different times. But this is a group of young players. This may be an old man take. If it is, hand up. (laughs) But, like, I feel like this group probably needs as much coaching and just play-by-play, almost like football instruction. Not that I need – not offensively. They need to just do their thing offensively, which is passing the ball, going through their stuff. But just any moment that there's a break in the game, you probably just need to remind them where they're at defensively, who's guarding who, what you do in transition. Just whatever little reminders that you're hitting on during the week, in games, the, I think those need to be stated. And again, this is why like I, I'm, I'm painting pretty broad strokes here when it's much more delicate, I think. It just seems like any chance when things aren't going UK's way, 
when there's a break in the game or like a substitution where or a free throw where the team's kind of huddling before, Cal's just absolutely going nuts and ballistic on the officials. And I just can't I, I don't think it's effective in terms of getting calls or getting them in your pocket. I do think a strategic technical can be beneficial every so often. Cal in the past has been able to do it. But I, I hate that I'm having the take of like, hey, focus on your team when you get those chances instead of just whining about the officials nonstop. And last night it was just nonstop like going after the officials when it was like, hey, your team is starting to kind of unfold here. Let's let's try to stop that instead of trying to get the calls. Because to the ref's credit, with a few exceptions, because they're college officials, so they're going to be inconsistent, they were mostly consistent last night in terms of just, hey, they're going to let South Carolina get away with all that stuff. What are you going to do about it? And what was Kentucky's, what are you going to do about it? There wasn't one. They didn't do anything about mm-hmm. it. They just took a big fat L and lost. Maybe if you spent more time, again, here's the real old man part. You save this for Spears a little bit later, Scoots. Maybe instead of whining and yelling at the officials every step, you could tell them, play through contact. They're, you're not getting calls. You got to just put up a three, even if you are 23 feet away, because that can get some offense going, even on an offensive rebound. And we need to speed them up. We don't need to be chewing up the, the shot clock. It, it was an all around and we have issues with the minutes as well, which we've talked about. I just think it was an all-around bad night for Cal. This season, how many times have we said he's controlled the tempo, he's controlled the tempo, he's controlled the tempo? We have thought he's done a really, really good job. Last night was not a, a, one of his better coaching You jobs. wanted to see them play faster. You need, they had to play faster. Yeah, if you don't, that this is going to happen more often. The whole game I was watching with Gil, and every single time Kentucky got a rebound, go, go! He, I mean, because he he wanted them to go faster the whole entire game. I agree. He and was you, never, he was some never stuff, satisfied. And you're going to miss game. some shots, and that's okay. And listen, you don't think Georgia wanted to play a game like this? You don't think Mississippi State wanted to play a game like this? A&M wanted to play a game like this. Kentucky was able to bait them into their style. South Carolina, to their credit, they were, again, UNC Wilmington's probably in that conversation, one of two teams this entire season that was able to do it. And I, I'm with some of the Kentucky fans that think, all right, well, my big concern is what happens if this if a team plays that style in, in March? What if they're able to control the tempo in March? Well, then Kentucky's going to be uh, in trouble. So what can you do to make sure this doesn't happen? You can it, it, Listen, you lost A&M in a shootout. If a team just goes off and that happens, you can live with it, but Kentucky had their fair chances to win. Kentucky didn't have any chances to win last night. I mean, that was a beatdown pretty much from start to finish. First half, there was some kind of back and forth for the first 15. But then once South Carolina took control, it was all South Carolina. So what can Kentucky do to make sure that never happens again? You can't let another team dictate the tempo. And by doing that, you you got to get some stops. And you got to force them and speed them up a little bit. And here, here's the other part of this. You the, have to be efficient on your end. The, the the tempo aspect of it. I mean, Kentucky only scored seven points in transition against Georgia. So it's not like they're living and dying by getting easy buckets off secondary break. You know, but some of it's playing fast to make the defense uncomfortable so that you get easier looks. Um, and if you're never going to be a great defensive team and this team won't be, why why not speed them up? Why not press? I want to see more yeah. pressing. Well, and you've got the bodies to be able to do it. And, and 
Here's the thing. That at least creates more possessions for you offensively. And if you give up an uh, easy bucket here and there, so what? Because here, here's... And you'll the, get a couple steals, and you'll get a couple turnovers every now and then. All the people who... And we, we mentioned this the first hour. This team is what they are defensively, okay? And this is a deal that we wanted John Calipari to make with the devil. His first 10 years, he had five top 10 defenses. Okay. Gonna, uh, 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 gonna praise the Lord. Yeah. Man, we just we jam out to those commercials so much. <laughs> what's, the, what's the dinner called? Sweetheart dinner. The sweetheart dinner? Yeah. It just sounds like that's going to be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. The sweetheart dinner. You can get some comp tickets. Have a little road call night out. You know, you know, Scoots was asked to go to the sweetheart dinner. Oh. He's got a sweetheart. Ooh. I forgot to fill Rutherford in on that yesterday. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I can't believe you you aren't going. Like, Yo, you, 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 know, you have so much going on, you can't go to the sweetheart dinner. I'm, I'm not going. I got a I got a midway game that day. Sorry. Oh, by oh, the way, in the afternoon, you can't make it back in time. <laughs> by the way, at the the funeral, it was a, I don't I don't think I said it, it was a beautiful funeral. Uh, just a- absolutely packed. It was wild. Ran into Coach Rogers. Wanted me oh, to tell nice. you hi. Uh-huh. Shout out Coach Rogers. I'd Hadn't forgotten that we had had him on. Same coach, yeah. That we had briefly. He came in and talked trash about us. Yeah. yeah. That was great. That was pretty funny. Um, my point was, though, that when we wanted Calipari to get better offensively, which we were kind of screaming about for a while, in turn, Kentucky has gotten worse defensively. Walkett tweeted out their Kimpom finishes the last five years. Their best finish is 35th, and that was the 2021 team. That was bad. It was the B.J. Boston team that won nine games. Uh, he's made sacrifices defensively to get the best offensive players. And so here we've got the offense. It has to show up. It can't score 62 points. It can't have 25 and a half. So, you know, if, and here's the other part, too. Did like Kentucky created quite a bit of turnovers. They had seven in the first half, but they didn't do anything with them. Like, there, 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 there weren't a turn. Yeah, but that was again credit to South Carolina in terms of like even their turnovers. Back. They just made sure to attack the ball, swarm the ball. Where like you, it's kind of almost like a decoy. I mean, it's not a decoy because it's real, but you're just like ah, you, you know, you get in their face where it's like all right, I got to take a second, recollect, mm-hmm. let's set this up, and then boom, you're not. And you're right, transition points gets overstated a little bit, but you can still play fast and it not show up in transition points. And, and part of that is um, South Carolina denied that ball reversal all yes. day. They yeah. denied the ball reversal, so Kentucky couldn't get into things quickly. They were jumping routes at the perimeter. Yeah. They were just trying to kind of force things inside, and once you got inside, they were just going to be super physical with you in there too and get away with and it. And they as got well. away with it. That was the that was the big. The, thing. Yeah, this yeah. it's you know it doesn't take a, a rocket surgery to be able to figure this one out in terms of how it all went down. UK shot thirteen threes. That that's that's far too low, and that that it does it just it does fall back on coaching. There's a video clip going around from David Sisk. I, I, UK fans, we are lucky to have. You're lucky to have this radio show, darn it. First and foremost, that's what you're lucky about. Just the clip of Rob just getting lost, just doing his own thing. Yeah. Like, but here's the deal: we may, on the one hand, I mean, we don't. We this may some people I mean, may totally disagree with this, but you may want him doing some of that. Rob, Rob was also guarding his man. He like, and that's that's like what freshmen do: they guard their man and not all five. He went to his man instead of the guy that switched and went out to the corner. Like it was just a lack of sense of awareness. Well, no, he lo- he just leaves his guy in this clip. There's a guy at the top of the key that he's chasing down, right? 
no. So he his guy is in the corner, and he just leaves him oh, completely. Okay. Yeah, he left his guy to go jump the other one and, to be and, aggressive. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Tr- so what? You do that for the steal. He's trying to make a steal, and that's the thing is that like, that's what Cal. So, <laughs> I, I guess. This doesn't make for a very good radio host, which you could say that about a lot of things that that I do, I suppose. But Cal's got to make a decision on what he wants to do there. Do you want Do you want the defense to play like Rob? If so, let's get everybody on the same page playing like that and just be like little toddlers after you give them sugar and they're just running around like madmen. They're, they're they, you know it's havoc defense, Roush. There can be benefits to that, or you need them to play discipline and stay on their man because everybody in this clip is staying on their man and, and playing discipline. There's some action where Trey kind of gets stuck down on it. I'll, I'll tweet it out there, but most people are staying on their man and playing discipline, not Rob. He's out there just doing his own thing. So I don't really care which option you decide because I think both have their benefits, but let's get on the same page with what you're doing. If Rob's not supposed to be doing that, then let's make sure he knows that because he does do that stuff all the time. He does his own thing defensively. It, it appears now. Maybe that's what UK tells him that like you're not you're so bad on the ball defensively. Then just go you know go do whatever you want. But all he's doing is making his other teammates play five on four if he doesn't come up with poking the ball away. So it's a risk reward option. Some people may like it and say Rob needs to go do his own thing because it's just not we're not good enough defensively anyway. So he may try to just poke a ball away. Others may say by doing that you're guaranteed to give up an open shot. And D1 teams and SEC basketball more times than not they're going to hit their open shots. And South Carolina did unfortunately. You know what else they did? They praised the war. And the devil tried to come get them. The devil tried to. Uh, 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 uh. Scoots, do you have it pulled up for us? No. Scoot. Come, uh, Scoot. That's, that's, all we, uh, that's all we need. We need you're to gonna, rock it out. You're going to have to wait till the next commercial break. What Actu- is, Scoots, actually, what do you think? You want Dilly being aggressive and just going for steals left and right, leaving yes. his man, doing whatever he's got to do? Yep. Or do you want him to stay a little bit more disciplined and, and not create four-on-five situations? No, I want him to be aggressive, go for steals. And it's a, I'll, I would say the exact same thing for Reed. I don't really trust Reed one-on-one guarding his man either, but if he if he plays hectic like that, just tries to poke the ball loose. You can't really say you want Kentucky to play fast and then on the other end go play a pack line defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really, and I also mean, they're, they're not going to be true. they're just not going to be happen. good at the pack line defense either. They're not. They're, they're going to suck at it. Now so they, just be aggressive. I do think if they like made a conserve if they were like we are going to if they actually did like a true pack line then I do think the defensive numbers would improve, but you'd put you'd play slower and you'd be shooting yourself in the foot offensively a little bit. So, Scoots, I I think again you're just on the ball today. I think I agree with you. I, I Dillingham needs to be smart in certain situations, but he was really close to poking this ball away in this clip. Like that that's the part I think that probably not enough people are talking about is he was right there. It's almost kind of shocking that he didn't get a hand on it. And then at that case, if he does. Maybe UK is off and running. A four-point game is a two-point game, or maybe you hit a three. It's a, a one-point game. You're talking about a big playmaker, but he missed it. South Carolina makes the extra pass where Dillingham was supposed to be. A South Carolina guy standing in the corner absolutely wide open, and a four-point game goes to a seven-point game. This it's, it's sort of the makeup of this group, folks. 
I mean, I it's going to be risk reward, and unfortunately, the the risk is is pretty nasty. I think you said it best. I just think you need to get everyone on the same page. If you don't trust your guys defensively one on one, why not have the whole team play like that? I mean, you're gonna you have more athleticism than every team you're going to play this season. Whether it's DJ Wagner, even Justin Edwards, if he were to get aggressive and go for steals and try to jump passing lanes, I mean, that's I just think that would be beneficial for the whole team because not only. Is that going to get you stops on the defensive end from time to time? But it's going to lead to runouts and easy buckets on the other end. And, you know, when I said that Cal's got to make this decision and he's got to make this choice, I think he probably has. And I think Dillingham, while he may be a little wild child more than UK would care for, my guess is they're telling him if you if you can go get the ball, go get it. Yeah. If you can poke it away, go poke it away. So I, I think the clip that, that's going that, around that, yeah, from, people from are, David Sisk, yeah, yeah. Which, I, I think that UK is probably okay with that. It's a fun radio topic. I'm glad we did the exercise, but I do think that at, at the end of the day, I don't think that clip's all that bad. Dillingham tried to make a steal, poked the ball away. It looked like he was going to. It looked like he should have. He was right the, there. The last he person it cost UK a three. It was I'm that kind of night for the criticized him after last night is Rob Dillingham. Yeah. He was the one guy who was still doing stuff offensively. Uh, I'm, and I'm, he also was the one better cash. So thanks, Robert. Thank uh, you. I just cannot believe Michi. Michi, Michi, Michi. One more point. Yeah, tough. That's gambling, though, baby. That's Let's gambling. take our last break. We'll come back. We'll get to the Thornton's text line. It's we we made a when we started the show in 2018. We really did want to read every text, but unfortunately, we've gotten a little too big for our britches. So we just can't. But we'll do our best. Yeah. Right. We'll, we're just, it's, we'll praise the Lord. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You ought to get the ball around the end. You lollygag your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. One final segment. Don't forget to head on over to ShadyRays.com for the best polarized sunglasses in all of the world. And you can save 40% with the promo code BIGX. They've got replacement pair promises, 30-day money-back guarantee. Every time you buy, they're helping feed hungry folks across America. ShadyRays.com, promo code BIGX. People do forget uh, now that uh, the snow's gone because of all the rain, but when it's snowy out there and the sun's hitting the snow, that's probably when you need sunglasses maybe more than any other time in just the year. So make sure you get yours at ShadyRays.com. Other than a good old lake day. Yeah, but even more so when the snow, when the sun's bouncing off the snow and you just, you just can't see, but you put on your Shady Rays sunglasses. I've been wearing my my green wolf golf glasses just to remind me of what it's like to golf. <laughs> Supposedly my brother's really been getting after it this winter. How? He's been doing like lessons weekly, like staying sharp. Hmm. I haven't picked up a golf club. I couldn't, last re- time, I couldn't remember the last time. Last time we played together was the last time I golfed. 
Yeah, I don't even remember when that was. That was like early November, maybe? Yeah, I think maybe. I I don't know if I ever got any December golf in. I don't think I did. I haven't played this year. So, yeah, it's probably the last time. Sad. I think he really wants to beat me. <laughs> Should I be worried? Keep dreaming, no. Johnny. Your best golf is when you haven't played in a while. You forget all your bad habits, and it's just a natural smooth. I thing. guarantee you, once the weather turns, he's going to be really like pushing to get me playing because he'll know that I'll be rusty. Maybe I just don't play with him till like, you know. Oh, after babies come for a while, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby's gonna come. Yeah, baby's coming <laughs> right at that time. So you've got an excuse to get out of it for the first few months. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not scared of him. Uh, I'll. But I will be, I mean, I'm going to be rusty in my first round. The first round, I'll, I'll probably just have to head up to Cherokee or Crescent Hill and just hit some balls. Play a little bit. Swing around. Maybe we Ooh, should swing uh, on over to the Thorn I still, Tech I really Club. want to do a golf tour this summer. We need to get mm-hmm. our people in touch. I think our people is just me. What's, what's Dugan up to? He's About doing six he, foot six. Scoots, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about, baby. All right, where are we at on the text line? It, great question. Just somewhere. Or it starts Wednesday. So let me scroll. Today? I'll just take the first one. If you're an NBA Lord. prospect who wanted to lose by 15 every night, why wouldn't you just go to USC? Hell. I mean, they really are just getting crushed. Pretty consistently. Pretty consistently. They've, they've had some injuries, but yeah. UNC's defensive efficiency went from mid-40s to top five in a month. You mentioned TJ, one good defensive game plus opponent bad shooting night. Could see his jump 15 spots. Have to think one of those is coming at some point. I, I, I would hope so. It did not happen last night. I also think it helps that North Carolina's got a bunch of old guys that have played a lot of college basketball. Uh, much easier to get everybody on the same page. I'm working on a theory that Kentucky's defensive struggles the last few years correlates with an increased three-point attempt percentage by opponents and college basketball generally becoming more shooting-oriented. Early Cal era, there weren't as many good shooting teams, so good rim protection could give you a top-20 defense. That might be an area where Cal has been a bit slow to adjust. That's not a bad theory. I, 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 I mean, it's hard to kind of argue with it. And secondly, I feel like me, me specifically, I was pretty tough on Oscar and how I blamed a lot of defensive issues on him Kentucky does have shot blockers this year, and does it does it really matter? It helps. I think it will help, and I, I agree with the text above that. What it, I do think UK is going to have a good defensive game, and I'm using air quotes around good because I think they'll play hard and I think they'll do good things. They'll first they will force turnovers, but it probably will also just be the team misses a ton of shots on the other end, and it'll be fun and it'll be a blowout UK win, and that'll be great. But it won't necessarily be because of UK shot blocking or rim protection because UK has that. I don't think it's obviously not Anthony Davis, Nerlens Noel level, but it's not really changing the big picture of UK defensively. So shout out to Oscar Shibway, I, I, my B. Yeah, uh, Oscar's ball screen defense was pretty pretty horrendous too. I mean, he was that, a bad was, he was a bad yeah. defender, but like this is Cal's having some issues defensively. And maybe it's just he's putting an off an emphasis on offensive recruiting, and and you can't have you can't always have it both ways. But he's almost always had just some lockdown defenders, and it's been seems like it's been a little bit. Maybe I'm forgetting somebody. Casey Wallace was a solid defender. Yeah, he he was good. But before him, I, you know, 
Diallo was solid. Yeah, but not great. It's fine. Not great. A texter says, what's your all's biggest concern when getting a new producer? I can recall the first show introducing Scoots and how he said he rooted for Indiana and the rest was history. <laughs> I think we do a good job being able to to get something out of anybody, yeah. but for, but that's that's being generous to Scoots. You, you have so much to give in your story of life <laughs> because my goodness gracious, you're a weird dude. Like, 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 <laughs> like the story of you who... Because that's a lot of it is you just don't know the person very well, so you don't know how to strike up casual conversation. But when we found out the lottery story, that was just a... And you have to think about it. Like if you and a lot of people in your offices are in this position, but like if you're talking with somebody throughout the course of like a nine-hour day, it probably does equal two hours. But like we're, it, this is just two straight hours, put it on a show. You've got to get to know the person. And Scoots was, to his credit, very willing to open up, maybe a little too willing, a little too opened up. I've always been like that. But it's been great getting to know him. But, no, I don't think we were concerned at all. And we knew you know, he filled in several times uh, from a from tardy app, from, from, <laughs> from tardiness. That's true. And sometimes just the entire show. And so we we had a we, – we knew him. It's funny you bring up – But I've only had three producers in 10 years at the Big X. Funny you bring up the weirdness because I, I'm in a group text with a couple of my buddies, and anytime somebody goes to jail or dies or whatever, the, one of our buddies will send it to our group text. And one of, a, one of our guys we went to high school with went to jail. I won't say what for, but I texted back, and I was like, man, I'm starting to think that we're the only normal ones that came out of that school. And my buddy just writes back, and he was like, there ain't nothing normal about your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, fair point. Yeah. 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 All right, back to the Thornton sex line. A texter says, why must our seven-footers jump like scared deer at every shot attempt? Yes. Just keep your all's tall that, butt on the ground. It is so annoying. You are taller than all of them. They, well, They're getting got. They're getting B, got BJ Mack pump faked four times once before – Getting somebody in the air and drawing. BJ Mack is six foot seven and two hundred and seventy pounds. You don't need to jump it, to block his shot. You're I, seven foot two. He's a gifted player. I'm sure he's learned how to shoot over people taller than him. Why don't you make it? Don't make it easy for him. You know what he's trying to do. Just if he wants, if he, if he's got a that difficult shot in his bag, let's go ahead and see that bad boy. Just don't jump. Don't jump. I agree. Don't don't jump. Good text, texter. Typical Cal dealing him getting hot and gets pulled. Yeah, I'm, Cal, you stop doing that. Yeah, but wait, stop doing do, do that. Do you think he was tired? It didn't matter how long had he been in. Like he'd been in, I think only like four minutes at that point, or maybe I mean, it was longer that's, than see, that. See, that's that's usually like I'm wondering if Rob has to get pulled because that happened previously. I said I said in the post game show that I was like I, maybe that's what it had to be because why else would you take him out? Right. So it had to be a tired thing. But like I want to see him like keeled over. Once he's getting going, do not touch him. Just stop. <laughs> and then it, once he misses a shot or two, all right. If he really needs a break or. Call your own little 30-second timeout. Give him his own little breather. When he's cooking, it is something special. Yeah, like, it, yeah. And we've, we've have enough sample size to know that like it can it can be something incredible. So quit. And same with like any of these players. If they're if they're getting going, let them let them go. But Dillingham more than anybody. That bum that was that was bad. Now again, maybe maybe he asked for it. I just don't. I think there's enough evidence where it's just like, Cal, that was a bad coaching night. So if someone's hands are touching you while guarding them, you're now allowed to elbow in the face because of their vertical <laughs> cylinder? 
Which that that was like you, you talk that, about the stuff, the hand checks that they were letting South Carolina get away with, and then you get elbowed in the face, and it's a foul on you. It's like okay, like what? And no, the refs aren't the reason why they lost, but they let South Carolina play they wanted to play, and it got to Kentucky. Sometimes, like I, UK fans aren't bad luck Brian necessarily, but ninety eight percent of us last night was like, did they just make up a rule to get a foul called on Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was like, oh, cool, they're going to go to the monitor, maybe UK is going to get some free throws out of this. Nope, they come back with another rule that takes a foul away from the opposing team and gives it to Kentucky. This is coming off another road game where they just randomly just said, we're going to take two points away from Kentucky. Yeah. Like, are, what, what the hell is going so, Tom, on here? Tom Hart's like, can you explain the vertical cylinder for us? And he's like, it's the cylinder. Oh, Am everybody I... knows about the old cylinder rule. Wait, wait, we've had, what? Hey, look, we've got graphics even having to pull it up. It, it just feels like we're getting trolled sometimes. Like, yeah. I, some, the college basketball world is out to get us, and it's like, what can we do for UK next? We'll bring out the cylinder rule. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, nobody's going to have no. any idea that that's a real thing. Kirby's got some thoughts on the cylinder rule. Lots of them. If you, let us, if you let them hack us all game, we lose. If you call fouls, we win by 15. SEC officials are awful, and that cylinder call is effing comedy. Overturning goaltending, overturning elbows to the chin. Only a Kentucky, baby. Yeah, well said, Kirby. They called a foul because his hands were on the player, yet they hand check and hip check all game, and it's nothing to see here. That's the part that's frustrating is that you can you can replay is he too close and is he touching him? It's like wait no you can't replay any other foul but you can replay this one. That's the part that's annoying. That's so it's wild. <laughs> in saying this, South Carolina team has this little fouls but tend to go in the second. They start calling the fouls when we were down eighteen. I'm done. And, and also like even if you go review the stupid cylinder rule, wouldn't you just come away and be like, okay, it's not a foul on the offensive player for clearing space. That, that I know that's Kirby's point, but that right. is wild but like, to go it back and be, be a like foul on Trey. Exactly. It should be punitive the other way around. Yeah. his elbow in your face was punitive enough. Wild, yeah. uh, it is wild. Uh, should be a in, no call. In saying the South worst. Carolina team has this little of fouls with ten to go in the second half. I don't know what it ended up being for, or what what it was at that point, Kirby. But for the game, they finished with fourteen fouls. <laughs> Kentucky, Kentucky, only, 17. Kentucky only 17. They were letting the boys play last night. How many fouls did Kentucky have against Georgia? Oh. Didn't Georgia shoot 32 free throws? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just another night in the SEC. Everybody says that about their favorite conference. But they let them play last night, and that was to a benefit of South Carolina and not Kentucky. And, Kirby, maybe you're right. Maybe that like if that game's at Rupp or if a team tries to play that style at Rupp, then it'll just be a free throw fest, and that's how UK gets into the 80s. But – we, we asked what a bad offensive night would look like for UK. Asking ye, we yep. shall receive. We, we finally saw it. That was bad. We but, finally saw it. But also, I do think that in a non-opposing gym, a neutral site, or at home, you're getting a lot more. They, they were going to the rim. They shot a ton of twos, more than we cared for. We wanted more threes from Kentucky last night. But they were forced inside, and South Carolina was getting away with being physical. But... That would have been a ton of free throws in a different in a different situation with some different officials. It would have been a foul fest for Kentucky, and you look at sixty two differently and think, well, you know, probably at least sixteen trips to the free throw line, eight potential more foul calls on drives. Let's say you you make fourteen of those, you're looking at seventy six points. You still don't beat South Carolina, but you're. I was just shocked by the 62 points. And I think we see that because they didn't shoot a lot of threes and they didn't shoot a lot of free throws. 
So bada boom, bada bing, that's how you get it. I don't think that's going to be a common theme. And Roush, as you mentioned, so much of this Arkansas game, Saturday. Yep. Just put this behind you. Scoots is right. We can forget about this, but we've got to be able to see that this isn't going to to stick around. Yeah, Yeah. 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 We've come back to earth with Big Z. He's just not smart at all. A lot of warning ahead for him. Yeah, because he's never played American basketball before, Texture. Never. You, He'll be all right. You, t- you got to give him some time. I'm, I'm the conductor some, of the Big Z train. He hit some threes. The hop on. Went behind the back. He'll 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 get used to this, hopefully. That's all this team is on the road. We don't win any of these road games outside of Andy and Missouri. Yeah, but did they were they that soft at A&M? Like, they actually handled that pretty well. Lost in overtime because they... Yeah, and they, they handled, you know, they they were able to take what Florida gave them. But, but yeah, that's why this Arkansas game is so important. Because here's the thing, TJ. I, there is part of me that worries that if officials let teams play on when you're on the road, then they're not going to be able to overcome that. that. That's like the back of my mind, you got to go prove it at Arkansas. Yep. Because that, that that's a fear. South Carolina was going to win this game based off how we played and then playing out of their minds, but the officiating makes this game also impossible to watch. College basketball refs may be the worst in any sport. Oh, they are the worst in any sport. UK doesn't play at Missouri. Maybe they meant at Mississippi State. Yeah. But, Roush, there, and I know there'll be totally different styles, but like one thing that worries me about last night is if you're going to get blown out on the road at South Carolina, do, what are you going like, to do against Auburn and Tennessee? It worries me a little bit. Yeah, you would think definitely. maybe you Kentucky you'd be more up for those games, but how would you not be up for last night with that atmosphere? It was an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, credit to South I Carolina. I think they had the most students they've ever had for a basketball game. But that's that's why I mentioned earlier. You you want this to be a callus to piss them off and to go out and retaliate. So God. they've they've got a good learning experience. Their mascot's so creepy. You don't like it? No. I, the the flat bill. I yeah, I don't like it. I've always said that it's like, very floppy. And yes. I, I get ridiculed to Bolivia for this, but like I, I could have definitely seen myself go into South Carolina for college because I've really liked Columbia and you're close to the beach. Not that I'm like a huge beach guy, but you're close to a bunch of stuff. Yep. And sure. not too far from, from Kentucky. It's like not a bad drive. That's why you always see so many UK fans. And there is a go big blue chant. You heard that. They didn't really give them a ton of reasons to, to chant. But there were plenty of UK fans there. But credit to South Carolina. They had a good atmosphere, and they made us wear our white jerseys, darn it. Yeah, I agree. Let's just wear blue at home exclusively. Pay, uh, it, for- pay it forward. Text are on the Thornton's text line. Stop by any one of your neighborhood Thornton's today. Shake off the cloudy, rainy awfulness at a Thornton's. Great. Yeah, I need to wake up. Another road game where the home team is allowed to hold you on every drive. Yeah, I don't like that. Pathetic performance, back-to-back wins for old quarter zip against Cal. Yeah, and they're they're always a, a, they seem more motivated, more energized, and that was even them at Rupp. Michi Johnson, I guess, grew up a Kentucky fan and wanted to play for the Cats, so he's super motivated. You got to match that energy. That's something this team they if you take that for granted or you don't figure it out before March, once it once you do realize it, it's too late. You've got to be the team that's more enthusiastic. You, you've got, and you're going to go against it. Like I said, Kentucky plays a harder schedule than anybody else in conference play. They're in the same level of Kansas and Duke in that regard. Just you're going to go in to insane atmospheres every single night. If you can't match it, stuff like last night's going to happen. And they hopefully found out the hard way, but it's going to be, again, more of the same. 
But go ahead and just root for Arkansas to lose tonight. A win, a win doesn't do much for anybody. So yeah, just go ahead yeah. and root, root for the the Rebels tonight. Ole Miss is another place I could have seen myself going to college. Although I think that'd be more expensive than South Carolina. I think so too. Is Michi Johnson just Ja Morant? No, because they look identical. No, does he pull guns out on Instagram off? I I just thought I was watching John Morant last no, night. They're no. twins. Yeah, they didn't play like John Morant. He, he will fall fine, into but... the Devin Downey category for UK fans and South Carolina guards, and eh. maybe Sindarius Thornwell. No, he's not good enough yet. I know he's won two in a row, but still. What what else would it take for a South Carolina guard to make it? He that wasn't category? the best player last night. Like I, I he he still did a ton for them. Even did though he, he hit didn't, the over. No, and I'm ticked <laughs> exactly. about, I'm ticked about exactly. that. Exactly, so not good enough. He's still a little, not he, he's still an issue. He's still an issue for um, the Cats, and I'd like to see them in the SEC tournament. So, That's the thing about me is if you beat UK in the conference, I always just think we're going to get you in this conference tournament. Even that, though you that, only played that, probably That's the three ignorant games. Kentucky fan in me. But, yeah, so I, I, you, you've made the list, South Carolina. This is why I worry about the tournament. Team is not good defensively. No, they're not. Uh, so we haven't beat South Carolina football or basketball in two years. Unacceptable. Yes, that is the part. That really aggravates me. I've got South Carolina media members tweeting, hope those KSR guys can get out of Colonial Life Arena tonight before they get caught by the sprinklers again. Like, we're getting dry. We're getting it from all corners, all right? These these damn Gamecocks have no business beating us in either sport, and they've got it two years in a row. This is bull crap. They suck. Didn't this we, should not happen. Didn't we take the series in baseball against them last year? We did. We're living in the upside down. I know. What uh, the enough is going enough. On here? We got to get them in Nashville, beat them there. Be able to just kind of get a little bit of the stink. And Score then, 90 points on them. Just really. They're on the schedule next year, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll probably be on it every year. Okay. Um, you think they're the, the one, yeah, they're they, one of the they permanent ones? They haven't said it out loud, but that we're operating under that assumption. All right. And then you'll get them in football and, and everything will be right in the world. But we need to see them on our side of the bracket. I know there's Kentucky fans being like, they just pounded you. Why would you want to see them? Because I, I, I do. Revenge. Yeah. We're better than that. Because I do. It's not like Kentucky football where you're like, we got to get Georgia again. Like, no, no, no. Kentucky uh, so can beat the South Carolina team. Texter says, did we get to the dead horse one? No, nope. we did not. It's a long okay. Time. Hate to beat a dead horse again. Terrible night guarding all around. Three-point defense continues to be a problem, and no name keeps on getting open looks and open drives at the basket. I don't advocate switching to a zone exclusively, but maybe throwing a 3-2 can work to get teams off rhythm when they're hitting and stop playing Edwards at this point. It just ain't happening. Needs to hit the weights and get in shape because he's getting embarrassed in SEC play. Justin yeah. Edwards is a lot like fetch. Like it's just, we don't need to try to make it a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, without being mean to the kid it, and not saying that anybody is, but it just, you're almost doing him a disservice. You, you, you're putting him in a spot to fail. Cause like, he, like you did for a dude it's time to make a turn. It's yeah. And that turn by, by not playing him. I agree with the zone, just throwing it out there every so often, but that's not going to fix all of UK's defensive issues. Some people think that that's wild. Please don't do not think that 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 it would not fix all of UK's. It would be de- fun to but do I, a change up. I, I would say that about all of UK's defensive team, all of Calipari's teams, just throwing a zone every so often. Yes, I, that's just what I would do if I were a coach. I would mix things up every so often. Not not maybe not even every single night, but. I'd have it in my back pocket. Here's the other problem, I'd though. I'd try different stuff because what's, wor- what's going on right now ain't really working in the big picture. What What is the zone? What's the purpose of a zone, TJ? It's to – you can't guard man-to-man, mostly. Well, but it's mostly to stop penetration, right? Well, yeah. Force teams to shoot from outside. Because you can't guard man-to-man. Right. Uh, 
South Carolina was 11 of 24 from three last night. With his own, you want them shooting more threes when they're shooting like that? It's a bad three-point shooting team that's making three-point shots. Yeah, like, and, and some of that can be like they're getting open threes from Kentucky collapsing guarding. down. Right, right. And Which that, that is a I, – I thought Allie Tucker made a hilarious point. She's like, do we need three guys going every time somebody drives? Do we need three guys collapsing on him? Like, maybe just let them try to get the layup or, or have the shot blocker there. We don't need all three collapsing on him. Because then you're leaving the wide open three-point shooters. Yep. A total team collapse. They all played like they were hungover. Edwards and Burke going to become best buddies when a dude gets back. Edwards putting <laughs> you, up Zan Payne numbers in the first half. Oh, yeah, they were. Did Zan Payne start? What ended up he happening? Didn't. No, he did not start. Did no. he play at all? He did play. I don't know how many minutes or anything. You all made that game interesting. They did. We're not going to get into they, it tonight, but, it. or today. They can suck it. Uh, that loss was so bad to the point that I just don't even know what to say. By the last 10 minutes, the game was over. Starting a guard and him taking one shot is not acceptable. That a do quote is probably just Cal speak for he's close. Nothing to freak out about. I don't think it's, I think it's telling him telling a do you better be close. 12 minutes without a foul to start the game. Very impressive defense. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I mean, all you can do is just shrug your shoulders, roll your eyes about it. It's wild stuff. I'd like to see the lineups play together a little longer. It felt like we were subbing every time the ball went out of bounds. Horrible performance, but the season isn't over after a road loss in January. Yeah, it's not. Anybody that's going to freak out to a to a major degree, they, they're not built for this. It was disappointing, though, I, and especially that stretch in the second half where just everything went wrong and South Carolina was going crazy and they just didn't have an answer. But this is a young team, too, and I think preseason we would have expected something like this, but then we started to see this team play, and we thought that they were a little bit better than this, but a little slice of humble pie, Roush, can go a long way for your overall for your overall goals. Would you rather have a humble dessert pie or a humble meat pie? Dessert pie. Okay. Meat pie, pretty good, though. Underrated. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook. The game was obviously disappointing in many aspects, but what I'm frustrated is how easily opposing teams score on inbounds plays. Yeah, it's wild. Guarding the inbounds is one, but the first thing you learn in Pee Wee is that the team makes it seem harder than Chinese arithmetic. Also, shove the refs and Justin Edwards. Well, we're not, yeah, we're not going to do that, Brad from Bellbrook. Uh, I'd rather see Scoots out there getting minutes than Justin Edwards. Pathetic. Sorry for the long text. Just very sad, Brad. Uh, sorry, sad Brad. Hang in there. It'll be all right, and Cats can make everything right with a win over Arkansas on Saturday, and maybe the offense looks a little bit better than they did last night. But that was a bummer, no doubt about it. Hopefully, we all feel better venting. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Yep, we're we'll be back tomorrow. Trivia, trivia Thursday. Thursday. Woohoo! This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll the Big Go, 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 go,